0: People call me crazy, cause I trust somebody that I can't see And I believe with everything in me that I'ma get all the things that he told me So I live my life carefree, knowing that he is the key And he got everything I need, that's why they call him the king of kings So I go have fun, create a little debt, then get back to work, break the internet Cause he is the bag, he is the check, he got the plan, he know what's next So every day I go a little higher, waiting on Jehovah Jireh Remember the ones who told ya, nobody but Ruby and Anita Guys, that is my jam. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 12th Street Talk Back. It's your girl Victoria J. Come on in, come on in, rest a while, kick up your feet wherever you are, whether it's day or night for ya. Your girl is here. We are in the building, y'all. I hope you guys have been pouring into yourself. I have been pouring into myself greatly. I've been having a little bit of hiccups, but I am determined this too shall pass. You know, sometimes we go through stuff in life that not particularly is... It makes us feel good, should I say. It doesn't particularly make us feel good as people. And your girl has been having a time, I have to tell you. This week has not been one of the most pleasant weeks for me. I went through some things that I'm not going to mention because I think that everybody's business is everybody's business. I was a part of something that did not turn out the way it was supposed to turn out. Because sometimes as people, we get in our own way. Sometimes when you're dealing with people, people can confuse you. They get in their own way. They get in their feelings about stuff. And before you know it, especially if they are in a leadership position, They carry that power around with them. You know, your girl, she got to a point in her life a long time ago where she had to learn that when someone gives you a position of leadership, you don't wear that title on your sleeve. And we as people, we do that a lot. And we can destroy a good Thing we can destroy a good thing. So I've been pouring into myself. I've been staying in my word, and that's got me off kilter. That's not even your girl. I didn't even do my morning inspirations this morning because it did not feel good. I was not in line with our heavenly Father. And try as I might to be obedient. I just finally threw up my hands and I said, you know, God, maybe this is not on your agenda because my spirit has not been lined up with yours today. It hasn't been lined up with yours most of the week because of this situation that bothered me to my core. And it's funny that I was thinking about that because as I went through My week. My husband had told me about something that came across his feed about a week or two ago. And he told me, I think we should do a little show on it. We did the show. It didn't come out exactly the way I wanted it to come out. You guys know that my husband stepped down from his position as a minister, but he still walks. With Christ. So as we began to do the show, it became more of a sermon. And that's not the way that I wanted you guys, my audience, to receive it. So I decided to scrap it. Hopefully, we will revisit it. But this topic was the division in churches. We had seen it on the news, it came down his news feed. Uh, about a pastor in Gastonia, North Carolina, that's being sued and being ejected from his church because they said he lied on his resume. Huh? They said he lied on his resume and they wanted him to be removed from the church. We'll get into that In just a moment, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to BetterHelp, our sponsors. BetterHelp, we are grateful for you. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back here to tell you about my new friends and partners, BetterHelp. BetterHelp, thank you for sponsoring this episode. Guys, did you know that BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it is 100% online? That's right, BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, all you need to do is answer a few questions about your needs and your preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then sit back, relax, because you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, via text, chat, phone, or even video call. You can even schedule live sessions when it is convenient for you. And if your therapist is not the right fit for you, for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality that you can expect from an in-office visit, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More schedule and flexibility, and the best part of all, at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P com slash 12th 12th Street, I have also linked it in the description below. Go get the therapist for your needs, for your flexibility, and scheduling at BetterHelp. So guys, let's jump right back in to what we were discussing before the commercial break. So as I was saying, me and Hubby, we were talking, we were discussing the division in the church based on this clip that we saw on the news about the Gastonia pastor that is being asked to step down from his role as the pastor. Now, as we got into it, the thing about it was when the members of the church... Asked the pastor to step down. They had a meeting without him. And rule 101, for those of you that's not necessarily into church like that, you cannot have a meeting without the member of the church. I don't care what their leadership role is. You cannot have a meeting without them and vote them out of the church without explaining why you want them to leave. So I'm gonna let you guys take a listen to this clip real quick and we are gonna get in to that discussion as well we're gonna get into a little clip that I also seen on the news um, earlier this week about the Shaquille Robinson's murder the Cabo 6 is still on the loose and as of this day The FBI still has no one in custody, and they'll give you the reasons why, as well as the lawyer, Sue Ann. She also goes into an explanation about what she plans to do leading up to the anniversary of Miss Shaquilla. Robinson, the beautiful, beautiful 25-year-old girl that life was taken from her on her vacation with six of her friends, which we as the people have started calling them the Cabo Six, as well as I may dibble and dabble in Jada Pickett-Smith because it ties in with the whole church and the division. I said that I wasn't going to talk about Miss Smith anymore. It has been my last two episodes and now this will be three if I get around to it. However, I will say this. She talked on a show earlier this week about how She wanted Jesus, our Heavenly Father, incorporated in her life. Now, unbeknownst to me, as I did a little bit further investigation, she had already talked about this on her Red Table Talk with her husband, Will. Just so happened, she's out promoting her book, and she discussed that in detail with the man that she was discussing her book about in the religion and she says that she went over to Peru and had a ceremony and she took this hallucinant drug called um, alawaka, or alawaski I'll have to relook look that up as we journey on in this episode because I don't think that I'm quite pronouncing it right but She said that she found her relationship with our Heavenly Father. I'm going to weigh in on that because I don't think that you need to take any type of drugs to find your relationship with your Heavenly Father. It is a personal choice that each, each one of us have to have a relationship with your Heavenly Father it is a personal choice it is a personal choice to have a relationship and I don't think you need to travel halfway around the world or take drugs to do that so we're gonna get into that but first let's get into this clip about the church division and the division in the church. New tonight
1: controversy at a church in Estonia. Some of the parishioners told us they want the pastor out. They hit a dead end, so they even called police. Now they're taking the pastor to court.
2: Channel Gaston County reporter Ken Lemon is live tonight at Mount Calvary Baptist Church. And Ken, you spoke to people on both sides of this issue. Yeah, and one of those trustees that I spoke to, 65 years old, he says he was raised here in his church. He has no intentions on leaving, but he says the pastor refuses to go even though members voted him out. Caffrey's website features a picture of Pastor Damon Rouson leading what he calls a Mount Caffrey experience. This has been a Mount Caffrey nightmare. Trustee Sherman Mason is the first of six names on a lawsuit seeking to remove the pastor. Mason was part of the board that approved the pastor about a year ago. He says he sees his hire differently now. I'm 65 years old. And I've never met a man. Mason told me several members and the pastor disagreed early on he said in april members voted 39 to 10 to remove pastor but the pastor refused to leave he tried to put me out of the church he tried to put other people out of the church and that's when both sides started calling police to sunday service there were police coming to the church every sunday for about two months the pastor got his legal team to send a cease and desist letter to mason He says the meeting, when members reportedly voted to remove the pastor, was neither properly scheduled nor conducted in accordance with established protocols. The Gaston County Missionary Baptist Association stepped in as a mediator. Their committee investigated and sided with the pastor, but they can't enforce their ruling. It is a complete mess. Now Mason and other trustees want a jury to decide whether the pastor can remain in the pulpit. The majority of the church would like to see him. Sherman Mason said the members even held fish fries to raise the money for legal fees. The pastor also has a legal team working to respond to that suit. Live in Gastonia, I'm Ken Lemon Channel. i Thank
0: you, Ken. So, guys, you heard it for yourself. What do you guys think about them voting without the pastor being there? Now, as I said before, you can't do that. That is not proper Protocol. You can ask any minister, bishop, evangelist, deacon, they'll tell you the same thing. You have to have a meeting with the church member, with the pastor, to have them removed from the church. And you have to give them an explanation why. Why you're having them removed. Now, as the Bible states, and we've seen this in the book of Ruth. When you go to your fellow man, you have to have witnesses. You have to have witnesses so that you have someone that can say, yes, Victoria J. said this in accordance to the church bylaws. And then their response, they're also witness for the other person's response. Most churches take minutes. They call them minutes. Minutes of the meeting. So they did not follow proper protocol, and that's why when they brought when the minister when the pastor went to the board, they they sided with him. However, the church members are not taking no for an answer. They're not willing to let this go. They want him gone for whatever reasons. Now they said that he lied on his resume and as you guys heard in the clip they did not go into detail about what it is he lied on maybe he told them that he had been uh, pastoring for a number of years maybe he got his certificate excuse me online that is a possibility because your girl just got her certificate to be ordained I took a class, I took a couple classes locally, and then I took some classes online. So your girl is officially an ordained ministers. Now, however, I do not plan to use that. I got it for my own personal reasons because I do do the morning inspirations. And sometimes we wanna have something behind us. For what we're talking about. Now my walk with Christ is very new. And I have no desire to be in anybody's footprint. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't want them kind of problems. I don't want them kind of problems what this church is facing here. I have been in and out of many, many churches in my lifetime. And let me back that up. Because for these people that take everything that you say, literally, I've been to a couple of churches, couple meaning two, maybe three in my lifetime. And I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. And I have to tell you, I'm not on the side of the pastor and I'm not on the side of the members. I'm on the side of right according to the word of God. And there is division in the churches, but that can be expected because there is division in the nation. Now, as me and my hubby decided to do our episode, he decided to go into preacher mode. And that's kind of not what I wanted my sermon, uh, not my sermon, what my show to be about. I didn't want it to be a bunch of scripture and what the Bible said. Now, he and I, know what the bible said we know what the words say we know what God expect from us do we walk it on a daily basis as best as we know how and that's where God's grace and mercy comes in at no we're not gonna go out there and try well I'll, I'll speak for myself I'm not gonna go out there and preach to you something that I'm not doing And I will be the first to tell you that yes, I fall down, but I get right back up, I dust myself off, and I keep it moving. And I don't fall down in major ways. I fall down sometimes in my thinking. I go back to that cardinal mindset sometimes in certain situations, but our heavenly father tells us not to lean to our own understanding, but all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. And we as people, we can't seem to get our flesh under control. As people, What we normally do, what we normally think is me, 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 I, 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 and that's why we can't seem to fall up under the wheel of what God's word tells us, what he's already ordered us to do as the people. And I am not exempt from that. We get in our own way. I know I definitely get in my own way. Let somebody say something or do something to upset me. And I have to rein myself back in. And here I go again. I'm like, Lord, woe is me standing in the need of you. Please forgive me for anything that I said, thought or done that was unpleasing unto you. And I thank God that he gives us that grace and mercy because it is new every day. And we need to think about that grace, that word grace. And he has mercy on us. We serve a gracious God that graciously forgives us for our actions, forgives us for the things that we say out of our mouth. Everything that we do, he graciously forgives us for it. We cannot graciously, as the people, forgive each other. We cannot graciously come to your adversary as the Bible says, and beg your adversary pardon, whether you agree with them or not. God asks us to beg our adversaries' pardon, mm-hmm. It's not for that person. It's so that you will stay in the will of our heavenly father. He is the only person that you need to please. And then he goes on and says in his word that he is not a respecter of persons. So you got to remove yourself out of the way sometimes. And as people, we have come accustomed and we have conditioned ourselves. And it's what we want, what we think, and what we want to do. And we don't listen. And again, I say, I'm not exempt from that. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And I feel like we as people, if we were busy ourselves working on ourselves, And leave it right at that, working on ourselves, working on our relationship, having a relationship with our Father, which is Jesus Christ. We won't have time to be worrying about what Susie Q is doing and John Q is doing. We won't have that time because all of us are flawed as people. We all are flawed. Nobody is better than anybody. I don't care how you dress up, what kind of car you drive, what kind of house that you live in, and what kind of money you got in the bank. I don't care how many times you went to to, to college and got all these degrees under your belt. Somewhere in your life, you are flawed. Work on yourself, man. Work on yourself. And stop trying to point fingers at other people or trying to get people to understand something that you yourself ain't doing. The thing that bothers me the most about Christians, people that say they love our Heavenly Father, they will get in their feelings really, really quick. And that nastiness will spew off on the best person. I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to me in my past. I've had it happen to me lately. In my last two years of walking this thing out, when I decided on February the 6th that I was gonna start walking with my heavenly father and I was gonna give it my all. I was gonna be a respecter of his commandments and his statues. I have allowed people to take me out of my character. And that does not feel good, especially when you have an authentic relationship with your Heavenly Father. When you're thirsting after His daily bread every day. You're thirsting after that friendship, that relationship, that walk with Him. People can sometimes bring you out of your character. And it's not the person, especially if you are Christian and you know this, it's not the person. It's that spirit that's on the person. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. If you're not strong enough in your walk with Christ and that spirit that's on somebody else hops off of them and on you, and you're not strong enough, you don't have enough of his word deep down on the inside of you, you ain't got nothing to fight with. And it quickly snaps you back to the fact that I need to get in my word a little bit more. I gotta stay in my prayer a little bit more. Because if it takes you out of your character that quick, the spirit that's on somebody else, and you start feeling all off kilter, That means you got to get back in your word. You got to get back in your word. And that's for our faith-based people. Now, the mind person, the person that does not want or desire to have a relationship with Christ, that don't mean nothing to them. Their job is what Satan gave them. What is his job? His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, let me take you to school on something. The book of Job, chapter 1, verse 1, there was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And the man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also, his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camel, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. Said that this man was the greatest of all people of the East. And his sons would go and feast in their houses each on his appointed day and would send and invite the three sisters to eat and drink with them so it was when the days of feasting had run its course that Job would sin and sanctify them and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all for Job said it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts thus God did thus Job did regularly Then there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and walking backward and forward on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on earth a blameless and upright man one who fears God and shuns evil Satan answered and said to the Lord does Job not fear God for nothing have you not made a hedge of protection around about his household and around all every side you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land but now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. Listen. If Satan can meet with the sons of God and God and tell God that he's walking to and fro, What do you think he's doing in our lives? And I think some of us forget that. What do you think that he's doing in our lives? All the backbiting, the homonging, the backsliding, all of that stuff. That's why Jesus Christ said, I am married to the backslider. And his grace and mercy is forever lasting so with these church members and this pastor maybe the pastor isn't the right fit for what they wanted for their church maybe he embellished the truth if indeed he's a pastor at all you know I got a certificate that qualifies me as an old dang minister. I can wed. I can bury. I can start my own church if I wanted to. But see, when your heart ain't right and you don't have a relationship with God, the Holy Spirit will convict you. Your conscience will convict you if you pay attention to it the Holy Spirit, the conscious for me, that's one and the same anything that bothers me and don't feel right to my heart I take that as a sign from my Heavenly Father to clean it up and do better and go at it another way try to go at it in love now listen, that's hard to do sometimes That's hard to do as people, because we still fighting off this flesh. We still fighting off this flesh. We still fighting off this thing called life. And it's hard to walk up to somebody that you know that's done you wrong or said something about you behind your back and ask your adversary to beg you pardon. The Bible says, be quick to agree with your adversary. But we as people, we don't want to do that. I know Victoria J. don't want to do it sometimes. It takes me a while to come back to apologize. You got to give me at least three days, 72 hours. And I got to ponder that thing. And I got to see my wrong in it before I'll come back and ask for your forgiveness. And if I don't see my wrong in it, it's hard for me to ask to be forgiven, but I do it anyway. I do it anyway because I want to be right with God. I ain't worried about you. I ain't even worried about my feelings at that point. Take how I feel out of it. I just wanna be in good standing with God according to his law. With these members, what they gotta look at is, church is a building. Your relationship with Christ is the only thing that should matter to you. So if this pastor was leading the flock the wrong way with what he called a Mount Cavalry experience, then they have all right to ask for him to be removed. However, they should have did it in decency and in order. The Bible speaks of that as well. 1 Corinthians 14th chapter, 40th 40th verse. Let all things be in decency and in order. So that's where they went wrong at. And then calling the police every Sunday for two months to the church. Come on, people. Somebody wrong here. And then I'm thinking in the pastor's head Why would you want to stay somewhere where you're not wanted? I certainly don't want to be anywhere where I'm not wanted. But then you have people today, because we all see it. I see it a lot on social media. That's why I wasn't so gung-ho to put my morning inspirations out there on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. I did anyway, listening to people. But I should have stood on my foundation and said that's not what I want to do. Because social media is a mess with this religious thing as well. You got a lot of people doing a lot of things for money. The Bible also speaks about that. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't serve God and money. But he did say in his word that if he's so close, the grass in the field and the birds in the air, how much more will he do for you, ye a little faith? And faith is hard to stand on. And I think God knows that because He told us to have faith as small as a mustard seed. Have you guys really taken a look at a mustard seed lately? Pull out, pull, pull a bottle of mustard seed out of your cabinets. I know that's it's that time of season. We coming up on Thanksgiving. A lot of people already start buying their stuff early, especially the stuff that's not perishable. Pull out a bottle of mustard seed and see how small it is. So he already knew. Our Heavenly Father already knew that we were going to have many, many obstacles in our way. In our way. And we weren't going to be able to stand on our faith as small as a mustard seed in some circumstances. I think this whole ordeal is a mess. But again, our nation is in a mess. And if you go on over to the New Testament and start reading Romans and 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians and 1 uh. Peter and John, Saint John, and Acts, and and, and Luke, and Matthew, and uh, the uh, Revelations. You will see that nothing new is under the sun. The Bible speaks about mothers against daughters, daughters against mothers, fathers against sons, sons against fathers, brothers and sisters against each other. Basically. Your family members is going to be your worst enemy. So what you think a bunch of church folk going to do for you? Now, what the church is supposed to have been symbolic of, and all you Bible scholars, don't hit me in the head with this one, but this is my opinion, and I know I've read it somewhere. I may not have all the facts, but it is supposed to be a, a place of gathering. For like minded people to come in the house and give worship unto our heavenly Father. That is what it is supposed to be about. It is not supposed to be about all this ludicrousness, my new word, (laughs) that people are doing. As I went on down my feed and went over to YouTube because I couldn't find it on my feed and I said you know what I know somebody has grabbed hold of this and probably put it on YouTube and of course it was there the news outlet was there but then I found a lot of other stuff where pastors have been being sued here lately from 2019 from the pandemic on up being sued for some stuff that I can't even possibly believe. Now, getting into that, that's where I found also as well the conversation that Jada Pickett-Smith had with the young man that she went on his show. You know, at this point, I've said it the last 3 episodes. And you guys probably say, "Victoria, you just way too invested." I am. I am. Somebody come and stop me. <laughs> I am way too invested. But here's the thing. I don't go looking for this stuff. I have not so gone looking for this stuff. I was this I just stuff This stuff has come to me, and guys, I was trying to pull it up while I was talking, but I didn't go looking for this stuff. This stuff fell in my lap. And if this, since she opened her mouth and started promoting her book, since that whole Hoda interview, she's just been going down this rabbit hole. She's been putting herself back in the barrel, and ain't no crabs in it pulling her down. She the only one in the barrel. Jada, Jada, Jada. Jada, Jada, stop promoting your book. At this point, I tell you what, I'm going to give you some free advertisement right now. All my listening audience that want to hear about Jada and everything that she's got going on in her book, please head over to your local bookstore and pick up the book, Unworthy. Unworthy. It is at your local bookstore. And better yet, if you have a Kindle, device, download the book. By all means, go do that. Go do that, Miss Jada. So, Miss Jada can stop tarnishing little Miss Different World, Jada. Little Miss Set It Off Jada Matrix Jada Girls Trip Jada and I'm I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of more movies and sitcoms that she was in that I loved. I love Gotham. I loved her character in Gotham. Jada. But Jada goes on to explain that she went down to Peru after receiving some information from her son Jaden him and his friends were having a discussion about an experience that their father had had in his seeking his spiritual enlightenment so he called her into the living room she explains and tells her about the experience and she says she immediately goes and tells them See when your son, your father is available so that I can talk with him. And she goes on to say how when she's seen him, you could just tell something has changed. And I'm gonna stop right there and I'm gonna let you listen to it for yourself. I'm gonna try to do this in pieces because this interview was a little bit long, but this is the beginning of her conversation.
2: But this is so interesting.
1: Let me play this. I knew that there was a higher power. I knew that. I didn't have the really I was like, I just needed to figure out how to get access to it. I know it's there. You know, study the Bible for three. I'm talking about backwards and forwards. Okay. I studied it from a historical...
2: Wow. Like
1: I don't have a personal relationship with God. Like, I'm not God, I'm not feeling you. You didn't feel a connection. I didn't feel the connection, I understood
0: let me let me just stop right there God is not a respecter of persons and I have problems with this too I do I do I think all of us have problems with this uh I don't god I don't feel you And we all have that same question, especially when we're going through something in our lives. We say, God, where are you? I don't feel you. I don't think that you're there. But the point that I wanted to make about what she just said was the fact that she studied it. Now, if you're studying it because you want to have this role, like this pastor, (laughs) apparently at this church in Gastonia, then you do study the word, but you also meditate on it day and night. There's nothing wrong with studying the word, but if you're studying it to compare it with another religion, you're gonna be confused. That's like me trying to turn from what my Christianity is to try to go into Buddhism or Judaism or be a Catholic or a Methodist. We don't have the same take when it comes to our Heavenly Father. So all we gonna do is either one, cause conflict, or two, we gonna drive ourselves crazy trying to compare all this and that's just the bottom line. So that's where she went wrong at it. Jada, if you want a personal relationship with your Heavenly Father, study your word. It's a Bible in every hotel, motel that you go to. Order you one. You can get one on Kindle. And let it pierce your heart. Let it be etched across the tables of your heart. But let's move on. Let's move on.
1: What's pre- <laughs>
0: Judaism,
1: Christianity, Sufism, Sikhism, you name it. Because I love religion anyway, but I was like, that that knowledge wasn't giving me the connection. There's a difference in the intellect, understanding the theories, understanding how things are developed, versus being immersed and absorbed in that spiritual energy that you feel held mm-hmm. and you feel that you know God is with you. Wow! Right? You feel a sense of peace. You feel peace and you feel like I don't have to do this alone. I don't have to do this alone. And on top of that, there's so much more going on here than I could even imagine. Right. You know what I mean? And OK, I went through it. Mom, you got to come in the living room. Moises and Mateo are talking about an experience their dad had in Peru. And I said, OK, because my, my kids know I'm a seeker. You know, uh-huh. I'm all trying yeah, all of kinds of things, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so they tell me about this experience that their dad had with a medicinal plant called ayahuasca, right? And
0: Iowa I'm
1: like, whoa. I'm like, is your dad in town? They're like, yeah. I was like, call your dad. See when he can come over here and talk to me. Now I'd known their father for a while, and when this I saw Caesar. Caesar, oh, Caesar, Caesar, Caesar Milan. No, no, no. Not this is Milan. that's not Caesar Malone. Okay. No, two Caesars. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> their dad, his name is Caesar as Got well. Got it. Got it. And um, he came and spoke to me, and he said, um, and I saw, like, people when they have, you know, it's like when people are immersed, they don't have to talk about it. You feel it. You see it. It's all over him. And I was like, I'm looking at his eyes. I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's different. His energy. His energy. His way of being his, his presence. His way of being his presence. I'm like, I need that. I want that. I want that. <laughs> right? right? I need that light. Yeah, it was clarity and it was light.
0: Now, let me just stop right there for just one minute. Alawaski is a psychedelic drug that has been implicated in the treatment of addiction, anxiety, major depression disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, and end-of-life care. Now, in my further investigation, it is said that Will has taken this drug 14 times. In his We don't know how many times Jada has taken it. But you want this feeling of being immersed with God. You want this safety net of this feeling being immersed with God. Now me, as a Christian, I say this. Get into your word, learn your statutes and commandments, and try to follow them the best way that you can and enjoy life. In a nutshell, it's called L-O-V-E. Just love people. Just love people. And if you are in situations where you know you're not feeling the love, remove yourself from the situation. The Bible speaks about that too. The Bible speaks about you loving a person but removing yourself from that person, place, or thing that is going to keep your eyes off of him. I don't know exactly where I read it at, but I know it's in the New Testament between Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, and all that good stuff. Hey, Ecclesiastics talks about enjoying life. Not working so hard to just store it up and not have somebody to share that with. It said, eat, drink, and be merry. That's what it says in the book of Ecclesiastic, which is, some say, and I have read it, it was written by Solomon. Well, we know that Jesus, God adored Solomon. David and Solomon and Moses and Abraham. I mean, God adored Solomon. The Bible speaks about Solomon and all his glory and splendor. God was still not a respecter of him. And he built the first house for God. And everything was trimmed in gold and just the way God had fed it to him. Prior to that, his father David wanted to build the house for the Lord. But God told David he had too much blood on his hand. He used him for what he needed to use him for. God will use us for the situations that he wants to use us for. So we're not supposed to be everything and everywhere for everybody. But he promised him someone in his bloodline would build his house. And it went on to be Solomon. He told him that Solomon was going to build his house. But I just want to get that in there for those of you that really not really into religion or Christianity or however you want to say it. Because I really hate, you know, we live in a world nowadays. You can't say, you used to be able to say religion. Now people want you to define what religion is. We live in a world now where people are saying spirituality and Christianity and faith-based, like I'm saying. And it's getting all just confusing. And for me, for me, I would just like to say, I love my Heavenly Father. I want to be obedient My mind, my heart wants to be obedient, but sometimes I get in my own way, but I'm trying. I'm not looking at the building. I'm not looking at the person. That's something that my husband said, and I may release that video or that audio after this episode so you guys can hear the conversation. It's a little rough. It's a little raw, but it is authentic. However, that's one of the things that my husband said in his delivery when we were talking about people. God is not the building. God is not the person. He said, but we go on, people that don't study God's word and don't want to have a personal relationship with him, we go on and we fashion ourselves by other people that we see. And that is the one of the reasons why if you are a Christian, you are supposed to behave like your heavenly father. Our heavenly father says, I only do the things that I see my father do when he was walking with his disciples. So if we're calling Jesus Christ our Father our Heavenly Father then we should be only doing the things that we see our Father do but we have gotten so far away from that as the people and I'm not exempt and I'm going to keep saying that for my listeners but we strive to be the best person that we can be so let's listen to the last bit of this got
1: to see first of all and I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a cure for anyone who's suffering what I was suffering, because I, I will say this, I don't believe that the plant ayahuasca is for everyone. Right? That, I just don't believe that, right? It has to be a real calling. And I went through a night of hell where I was confronted with the shadow of my own mind. I was confronted with those thoughts. And to the point that I thought I was possessed. Holy cow. Right? So the thoughts are like, kill yourself. Do it. Right Nobody now. needs you. You're not needed. You're not wanted. Kill yourself. Right? And I mean, this is like bombarding me. Like, and I can't escape these dark voices. Right? I will come to find out that I was confronting. My internal voice of my lack of self worth.
2: I don't know if you can, however, you justify.
0: Okay, I'm gonna stop it right there because I'm running out of time, guys. I will say this she she confused me on this part. You're saying that you went to Peru, you took this drug, Alawaski, you went through the whole, I hear it's a three day ceremony. You wouldn't recommend it for others. Why wouldn't you recommend Jesus for others if that's how you found it, through taking this drug and doing this ceremony? If this truly was an eye-opening experience for you, you won't recommend it for other people. Jada, 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 all you did was open up a portal for demonic spirits. And that's just how I feel about it. And I ain't the only one. I got this video off of YouTube, Nick James' channel. I like his channel. I've been a follower of his for some some time now. If you guys want to see the whole interview, head on over to his channel on YouTube. And, I mean, he's he's got some great followings and he does a lot of great content, if that's what you want to call it. People ain't even calling it content anymore. I don't even know. Words have power words are being used misplaced I've used words and misplaced them and a lot of things that I have said and done and I'm to the point where I'm confused sometimes I want to take a step back from words people places and things but if you found God Jada in all this that you did and you said you will say you don't recommend it for someone else. You have to have a calling for that. And I've heard a lot of people say that. My husband even says that. I was called to be a minister. I've been prophesied over over, over since I was a small child. I know that's my calling. I'm just not walking in my calling. Well, Jada, if God called you to this drug, he called you to do this ceremony. You had this whole out-of-body experience. You seen the evil side of yourself. Voices was telling you to kill yourself. Baby girl, that's not Jesus. Because everything God does is imperfect and goodwill for our lives. So all that you're talking about, You need to go take several seats. And that's my opinion on it. Now, some of you guys might disagree with me on that. And you have every right to do that. I ain't gonna be arguing with nobody about their preference, about their religion, about politics, or about how the way you want to walk your life. This is just my opinion. And this is just how I feel about it as a person but if, if if kudos to her if that's what she thinks it is my personal opinion is you need to go ahead and pull out your Bible baby girl open up your heart and mind free your heart and mind that way and guess what it's free it is free to have a relationship with Jesus and you don't need no drugs I'm just saying I'm just saying so All of this stuff with the church in Gastonia, all of this stuff with the division in the churches and then Jada's touch on it. I see why we walking around here with a bunch of confused people. We walking around with a bunch of confused people in this world today. We got our babies saying that they don't even wanna do church because of the way that we act as people. And I can concur because as a grown adult, from a child to a grown adult, I didn't heard and seen some things. And lately, in the last two years that I've been walking with Christ, I hadn't seen some things that broke my heart in church. But I had to be reminded the church is not about the building and it's not about the people. We do not fashion ourselves behind people because people will disappoint you every single time. We keep our eyes on the kingdom of heaven and all things will be added unto us. And I have to sometimes remind myself in my Christian walk, dealing with a lot of different things personalities a lot of different spirits that are on people and a lot of things that people do because as a Christian or as a person let's just take Christian out of it as a person when you're looking at someone that says they're Christian you're expecting them to be better than you you are expecting them to give you better examples you're not expecting them to open up their mouth with a bunch of stuff and then see them doing something else now i will say in defense of the christian a lot of people people watch they watch for you to make a mistake and this thing that we call life and our Christian walk, it is not easy. Jesus Christ was the only one that came, did fulfill, he fulfilled everything that was in the Old Testament. We're reading in the Old Testament on my morning inspirations. And there were a lot of statues and commandments we could not live up to. They could not live up to it. And they saw the miracles, signs, and wonders. Even in the New Testament, they couldn't live up to anything that Jesus was saying. They just could not believe it. Even when they seen him raise Lazarus from the dead, the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus wasn't the only one that raised somebody from the dead. Elijah raised somebody from the dead. And many, 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 many more miracles that was done according to the word of God so we have people that'll watch Christians like we so perfect that we are not supposed to make mistakes that we're not going to come out of our character that we might not slip up and cuss they watch us for the smallest things and don't let it be something major then there you go Now, as a Christian, we're going to make mistakes. We are going to make mistakes. But how many times are you going to make the same mistake before you want to get that thing right? And if it's something major, like you got caught with your hands in the cookie jar, and I ain't talking about infidelity, even though God shuns on that. I'm talking about murder, child molestation, and all that stuff. Your heart ain't right anyway. And that's just my opinion. Because God ain't going to put them thoughts in your head. God is not a man that he should lie. And he don't deal with no confusion and all that. All that is the work of Satan. All of that is the work of Satan. Now, this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion, but my facts I get from the word. And sometimes I may not always get it right and it may not come out right. And that's where I go back and I re-research and I re-read and I ask God to lay it across the tables of my heart so that I won't be putting false information out there to his people. And then I try to walk according to what I talk about. But I am still just a person. I do fall down. But again, God's grace and mercy saves us all. He says in his word that he's married to the backslider. And our flesh is so hard to get under control sometimes. But the more you keep spending time with your Heavenly Father, the more you start to get some things in your life right. All of us know the Pope. Walk with Christ all day, every day. You have thousands of people that stand in line or stand out front just to get a glimpse of the Pope. All of us would love that surrounding of a person. But the Pope still is just the person that God chose. And he spent time with our Heavenly Father to be in the position that he is in. But we as people will still try to tear that down because we go looking for something that we're not supposed to go looking for anyway. Sometimes when you do too much research, it's not a good thing. Let the chips fall where they may, and worry about your own front door, as my mother used to say. Sweep around your own front door before you start to sweep around mine. And I know that's hard for you guys to hear, being that I'm doing all this talking, but this is a podcast show to give you something to think about. That's my time, guys that is my time. I hope you enjoyed the show on this Friday evening. I don't know what is to come in season five questions. I've had a couple of you reach out to me on different things about relationships, uh, my walk with Christ. Um, I've also had a couple of you reach out to me in reference to the podcast and how to get started and grow in it I don't have too many answers for that one I just get on here I say what I feel sometimes I record it numerous times because as I listen back to it it's something that I quite didn't want to say so I found out for me you know I don't do a whole lot of research I found out for me I just get this feeling and something says, you know, it's time to record a show. Especially if I'm thinking about something hard enough or I've seen something. And that's how I do my show. I don't really do a whole lot of research. I probably should. But I, this thing for me is a fun thing to do. And I don't want it tainted by a bunch of overwhelming information. That most people ain't going to really take it anyway. So I think it's easier to just entertain and be my authentic self when I jump on this mic. But if you guys want to be a guest on 12 Street Talk Back, head on over to 12streettalkback.com, fill out the intake form, or you can just email email me at VTsmart1 gmail.com or streettalk at myyahoo.com and I'll be sure to get back to you. I am taking guests for our Queen's Table Talk. I thought I was going to end my year doing an episode, but my guests that I had lined up, unfortunately, everybody had something else to do after they committed or something came up. So I will not be having a Queen's Table Talk. Until 2024, especially with the holidays coming up. But you guys, be blessed in everything that you do. And if you want to be a guest on the show, don't forget, hit me up at 12street.com. And I'll be sure to get back to you. If it be in God's will, we'll see you on the next episode. Be blessed in everything that you are doing in your life.